0: Hey there. This is a little bonus episode. It doesn't take place in the past, but it's based in history. It's aimed a little more specifically at our listeners in the U.S., but similar events are happening, and have happened, all over the world. I kicked off Episode 5, our most recent episode, with an executive order signed by President Eisenhower in 1953. It made homosexuality grounds for dismissal from federal employment. And here's a little update on that executive order, because we won't cover it on our show about pre-Stonewall gay history. So, Eisenhower signed Executive Order 10450 in 1953. Steps were taken by the Civil Service Commission in the 1970s to undo this order, and by President Clinton in the 90s, but as far as companies under contract with the federal government, this order from 1953 that banned gays from government jobs wasn't fully reversed until 2014, when President Obama signed an executive order, this one keeping contractors from discrimination against sexual orientation and gender identity. Problem finally solved, right? A few years later, under Trump, threats immediately came down on that executive order signed by Obama. In May 2017, Trump signed a quote-unquote religious liberty executive order that in the original draft would have allowed federal contractors to fire queer people again. That part didn't make it into the order Trump signed, fortunately, but the language that did make it in is vague enough that religious-based discrimination could be allowed under the power of Attorney General Jeff Sessions, a known anti-LGBTQ figure. And by the way, that religious exemption is a beefed-up version of George W. Bush's addition to the order in 2002. Anyway, also in May 2017, the Equality Act was reintroduced into Congress. That act would be an amendment to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It would be an amendment adding sexual orientation, gender identity, and sex to the list of protections. Protections against discrimination in employment, education, housing, federal funding, credit, public accommodations, and the jury system. All of these things, safe from discrimination for all minorities, would now include queer people too. Trump declined to support the Equality Act. In fact, he declined to support it on the same day he tweeted out a transgender military ban which ultimately wasn't successful. Trump and Sessions filed an amicus brief saying the federal civil rights law doesn't protect LGBTQ people from any discrimination, essentially saying it's their constitutional right to discriminate. I'm sure you've heard this, but it doesn't hurt to say it again. One example of the imbalance in our rights as queer people is that we have marriage equality, but queer people can get married in the morning and get fired from work by that afternoon because most state laws don't protect us either. The problem Harry Hay feared in our first episodes of this program the government denying jobs to queer people, essentially trying to starve off the queer population, that problem is still alive in 2018. We face the same fight, and under the current administration, our fight is bigger and much more complicated than Harry Hay ever dreamed. He wrote his call to action in 1948 based on his concern for homosexual men getting fired from federal jobs. But that's only one small section of the queer community. Our concerns run a much longer list and I'll try to keep this brief. We currently have a vice president with a long history of anti-gay legislation in Indiana. Immediately on Trump's inauguration day, LGBTQ people were removed from the White House website. Trump and Pence support the First Amendment Defense Act, allowing Kim Davis-style discrimination to any queer person trying to buy food or get a marriage license. Trump supported HB2, the transphobic bathroom bill in North Carolina. All queer people have been removed from the U.S. Census. Trump is the first sitting president to address a hate group, the Family Research Council. As promised, Trump appointed a Supreme Court Justice who disagrees with marriage equality. and. Trump says he would support Judge Gorsuch in overturning marriage equality. Trump has nothing to say about the kidnapping, torture, and murder of gay people in Chechnya happening right now. Despite studies that show queer people have greater health challenges than straight and cisgender people, the Department of Health and Human Services under Trump erased all mentions of queer people from their plan, which makes sense because President Trump appointed transphobic, homophobic Roger Severino to lead the Health and Human Services Office for Civil Rights. Yes, a civil rights job held by an anti-LGBTQ person. What an oxymoron. And just a couple weeks ago, in January 2018, the Trump administration and Severino created an oversight entity at the Department of Health and Human Services called the Conscious and Religious Freedom Division. Trump and Severino are giving protection to doctors, nurses, and other healthcare workers who want to refuse care for queer people and women on the grounds that it violates their religious beliefs. This could give a doctor grounds to turn away a patient from care or a pharmacist reason not to fill a prescription because the patient is queer and Trump has legitimized discrimination. The administration has worked against other health care, too, including gender confirmation surgery. And there was a guidance that instructed schools not to discriminate against trans students for using the bathroom consistent with their gender identity, but Attorney General Jeff Sessions and Education Secretary Betsy DeVos revoked that. Trump's administration also proposed cutting $550 million from the National Institutes for Health budget to research and cure HIV-AIDS, and the Trump administration proposed a $150 million cut from the CDC's HIV-AIDS prevention program. Why not? Mike Pence already caused an HIV outbreak in Indiana. What's another 49 states? And it's so petty, but their administration even defunded the National Park Service's plan to sponsor a ceremony at Stonewall, dedicating a rainbow flag. The list goes on and on. We continue to fight against 1953's Executive Order 10450 and the bigotry it spread into so many facets of our lives something we can do that the thousands of homosexuals purged by the state department and the military in the 1950s couldn't do because of this executive order is talk about it many of them couldn't talk about the bigotry or strategize to fight the government We can come out. We can find our communities and our families and get in the picket lines and march down the streets together. We can call our senators and members of Congress and speak out. We can tell our Trump-supporting families how deeply rooted bigotry is and misunderstandings and political games like that Executive Order 10450. We can tell them that the Lavender Scare was just that, a scare. The list I just read is solid proof that the president has no interest in ever protecting us. If you have Trump-supporting family or friends that you're still trying to convince to listen to reason, perhaps send them a link to this little bonus episode if they're open to it, and let me lecture them. Or visit our website for links to the sources to these current events and this history, particularly to share our history with friends and family. Like my friend Albert told me, the study of history is never wasted, it's preparation for the work ahead, the work right now. What else can we do? If you're in the US, vote. Register to vote, right now. Vote.org, click the link in the episode notes, vote.org. Vote in 2018, don't wait for 2020. Because this year, all 435 seats in the House of Representatives and 34 of the 100 Senate seats are up for grabs. 39 governorships and tons of local and state elections are on the table too. Throughout 2018, there will be at least four special elections too, in Pennsylvania, Arizona, Ohio, and Michigan. A couple of them are really soon. And at the rate that Republicans have announced their retirements this year, an extremely, unordinarily high rate, we have the opportunity this year to take back power and influence from Donald Trump and the bigots that do his work. Vote this year. In the meantime, the best work we can do is in our own neighborhoods. Indivisible.org makes it so simple for you to get involved in so many different ways for any issue that the Trump administration brings our way. Check out Indivisible.org to get involved in your own neighborhood. Thanks for listening. We'll be back this Thursday to attend the first convention of the Mattachine.